everyone. Welcome back or welcome to the Her Voice DCU podcast. Today's episode is a super, super juicy one full of really exciting, fun stories. I'm Angela. I am your podcast coordinator slash host. And today we've got a lot of our committee members on. So do you want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, so I'm back again, guys. It's Laura Doyle, the chairperson for this year. It's my first time here, but I'm Erin, I'm the campus correspondent and the editor-in-chief. Um, I'm back again, guys. Alice here. You've heard me a lot. You're sick of hearing me. And I am deputy editor this year. And I'm Hannah. I'm back again as well. And I'm this year's ordinary member. Lovely. We have a big group of people today, but I thought it was just going to be exciting. Uh, so starting off with our articles of the week, I'm going to get mine out the way because I did it on how to succeed at a Zoom interview. I know that right now it's like hiring season and a lot of uh, recruiters are doing things online. And I just wrote a really just informative article about kind of how to prepare, what to wear um, and the way to kind of act in a virtual environment, which isn't that different from like a a regular interview but you know you have to make sure that you have some sort of sense of personality and I got an interview with uh, Kate Goodman who is the business faculty rep at DCU and when she was doing her interview with Reiner she was just like yeah I talked about my extracurriculars and that's really how she got the job there so it's a short article Maybe some of you will find it useful if you're applying for internships or jobs. Um, so this week I wrote an article all about the inauguration and the fashion we got to see at the inauguration because, I mean, I could not stand by and not write about the looks that were at the inauguration. I mean, obsessed. Literally everyone looks so, so, so good. Um, but some of the highlights, I might just give you my faves. First Lady Dr. Jill, I mean, the coordinated blue, the the mask match, the gloves match, and then there was a sparkle in the blue coat. I mean, I was just loving it. And I didn't mention it in the article, but her evening dress with the embroidered sleeves, the white, stunning. (laughs) Michelle Obama, I mean, obviously Michelle Obama, amazing. This is so exciting to say this. Madam Vice President Kamala Harris wearing that purple blue number amazing incredible and of course the absolute star of the show Bernie Sanders I mean he just sat there with his like nice little parka on really really cute the blue surgical mask I mean that tied it all together and then them mittens I mean Twitter is literally plagued with that goddamn meme at the moment as well (laughs) it's funny everywhere but the mittens I just I wrote like a little bit about the mittens because I think they're really cool they were made out of recycled uh, wool jumpers that no one wanted anymore and then they were lined with fleece made out of recycled plastic immaculate and honestly it's just so cute I love Bernie Sanders (laughs) I loved Biden's um three granddaughters as well monochromatic looks just absolutely dominated that inauguration I thought it was so stunning I love mm-hmm. how granddaughters—they almost like matched in a way, though. Like they were all so different, but they were still like together. Like they literally looked like the Powerpuff Girls or something like that. Like in the best. They were way. beautiful. Yeah. Honestly, uh, modern Donna and the Dynamos. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was coming out, and I have to say, um, Ella Emhoff, Kamala's stepdaughter, that jacket with the 
the embroidered jewels on it amazing oh I'm gonna stop talking about it now because I will go on forever I didn't write an article this week um but I did really like one of our contributors Michelle Cullen she wrote one on solo dates and I just thought it was really nice because obviously coming up to Valentine's Day there's also Valentine's Day and you can't go you can't see your friends you're kind of stuck inside so she put some nice things in like have a chill night watch a movie take yourself on a date you know fake spa day at home cook yourself a meal especially like during college because semester two is always so overwhelming it's just nice to take a night out for yourself I think especially if you're single it's nice to really take care of yourself and do those kinds of things I think that like dating the the whole concept of dating yourself really makes you get to know what you like and I think especially if you're single spending a bit of time on your own and figuring out what you want um is a really good way and I think dating yourself in that sense as well really helps you make better decisions when you eventually do start dating again I literally bought myself a bunch of like valentine's roses today from the flowers because I was like I want these I don't need a palace for me I'll buy them for myself I was going to order flowers for myself for valentine's day I was like like why not this week I'm writing about like a valentine's gift guide because exactly like what everyone was saying about was it Michelle's um story like you just take care of yourself whether it's yourself or your friends it's kind of like you can still buy flowers and they or just chocolates or anything like that and it just they don't even have to be expensive you know like you can literally go into deals deals sell valentine's cards like you can literally spend 150 and just give it to your friend put it in their app box and you know it could make their whole day especially if you are single and especially in lockdown everyone's just so lonely so it's just a nice little pick me up whether it's for yourself or your friends i did not know the valentine's that became that big of a thing at the June cards for now yeah because i all like i always gave my friends a card but i'd buy them like a funny valentine's one but now i think it was like two years ago i know i was just buying cards and deals and they were actually were valentine's ones which is I so good like valentine's cards on herod it's like a dublin based oh my god i got some in there as well they're so cute they're perfect they're so herod oh it's, okay. like it's really good how good though yeah i got I think to send to my mates next week's episode is going to be way more in depth on the perfect Valentine's Day so stay tuned for that and now on to our uh, date stories I was telling the girls just before we started this podcast and then I like cut myself off so that I could tell you guys first but basically towards I think it was May I want to say it was May. I've been texting this guy since like, I want to say that January. And it was kind of like on and off. And then obviously we went into the lockdown in March and I still hadn't been on like one day with them. We were texting kind of on and off. And then we went into lockdown. So I was like, I'm not like, we we went back to kind of just not talking at all because it was like, we were in a lockdown. What do you talk about? And it would just get really boring and whatever. So I think it was then come that April, we started kind of talking again. And come that May he was like okay we should go on a date and I was like oh. I was like unreal and I don't have a car so, and the only place I was craving dominoes that week this is like how trashy the dates have been by the way in lockdown it's like takeaways in cars all the time <laughs> but I was like I am dying for dominoes can we go get dominoes and he was like yeah right grand I'll pick you up and he'd been bragging and boasting about this goddamn car he got as well I got it to pick me up at the end of my road because I always do that I never let them know where I live until I'm like I know I'm like no they're not weird <laughs> so I got him to pick me up at the end of my road and I texted into my like snapchat group chat with the girls I was like I'm getting I'm going on a date like keep an eye on my location because safety first ladies 
and I got in and I'm like hey and he's like hey it's kind of weird like because we've been talking for so long and he like starts driving out my road and he's like you're not nervous and I was like why would I be nervous and he puts his foot to the floor of this Audi that he'd been bragging and boasting about floors it out my road now if anyone knows me they know how much I hate boy racers I think it is the most embarrassing culture that you could ever be involved in it just makes you full body cringe and he knew that so he starts baiting it down my road and I looked him and I was like you can stop and he was like he starts like laughing like uncomfortably because he's all he's obviously embarrassed at this stage I'm like you can stop that now like the literally like the exhaust on his car is like going so loud and we start like driving up um around Arklow and he was like still baiting it around I was like can you please at this stage people are looking as well so people that he was he's not from Arklow but like at this stage people from Arklow are like looking and they can see me in the goddamn past of this boy racer car booting around Arklow He's going so fast that he starts going down one-way streets and has to like awkwardly maneuver the car to get like out of these bloody one-ways because he's gone down them the wrong way. And I'm just getting more and more embarrassed. So then we're, there's like this road in Arklow where it's like you have to go through a car park to get to the other road, if you know what I mean. He goes in, I'm literally mortified at this stage and I see his hand reach for the um the handbrake because he was going to try to do a donut in the <laughs> I looked at him and I was like I was as chill as anything because I didn't want him to think that I was like nervous because I wasn't nervous I was just scarlet I was I just looked at him and I was like the guard station's right there and pointed right like the right right across the road because it fucking was and he, goes, <laughs> and he like stops what he's doing like straight away he, like stops what he's doing he's like oh man I have like gear in the back of the car and I was like, this just keeps getting worse. So he like stops the car then, right? Like pulls into this, like pulls into one of the um the car park places. This is like an industrial car park, by the way. It's like not like a nice place to park up. He's like, so do you want to park up here? Do you want to like real life? And I, and I literally looked at him and was like, no, you can just keep going. Just keep driving. Just keep driving. So he keeps driving. And um, he's like, how, like, wh- like we, the Domino's is in Gory. It's like 20 minutes away. He's like, how do I get down there? I went, oh, just um, swing back around to my road. And he went, okay, okay. So he swung <laughs> back out my road. And then we got to the end of my road, and I was like, oh, just stop here. And he's like, cool. Oh, it didn't click. It didn't click with him. Did I, o- it? I opened the door. This <laughs> is like, it's already bad. And then just to like sprinkle like the icing on the cake was he? He just the whole thing. He's like, do I not get a kiss? Oh, I opened the door and I, I went back to my house and I texted the girls to tell them I was home. It was seven minutes. That's how fast he was driving. We did a whole lap of our clo in seven minutes. Donuts included. <laughs> he finished it with, I can't get a kiss. Oh, no. Oh, that man. But then it was like, it got like just cringy then because then I was like, okay, we're obviously just not... Com- I don't like to judge, but like we're obviously just not bloody compatible, right? So he texted me then. I think it was the next morning. He was like, date. He was like, what did he say? Rate the date or something. And I, as, as oh. nice as it could have been, genuinely, I was being really nice. I was like, look, I just don't think we're compatible. 
like I just don't think we should see each other again and he called it was something like to the air of calling me average I can't remember what he said now but he said something really bitchy back and I was like I'm being as nice about this as I ever could be and you're being so rude oh another thing whenever we were driving around he was boot he was booing around this goddamn this like goddamn Audi like he literally is like going so fast and he's like I'm in a fucking Audi no one's gonna touch me I was like what please stop talking ew I would have blocked him I don't think I would have stayed room for seven minutes so fair play I probably would have not like just got out of the car as quick as I got in I, I think I would have walked in my front door and blocked him you know what I mean I, I really wanted to get out in the car park and just like walk home <laughs> you would have had to try and fight me just would have been a thing oh my gosh I mean at least you could get out of the car I think that's like a good segue onto my like date so um this was like summer 2019 I was kind of, <laughs> I was like kind of texting this guy. I'm like I was, what I was like 17 at the time and uh he worked in the sailing club in my area. If I say which one, it will completely give it away. He we were kind of like texting over the summer and it was like July and he was like, "Hey, so I'm like working this uh sailing boat competition. Do you want to like go on this little date and we can like hang together on the bow and um, have a fun time so I was like yeah now I want to preface this I can't swim so I had to convince my mother to let me like go on this date thing it wasn't like an official date but like it kind of was so um, like I walked down like it's kind of it's not that far away from my house and this man has like snacks packed for us and like all of these things so like we hop on this bow like this man has like chocolates and like all of this stuff and um we were doing like donuts and like the boat and it was a really fun time and um almost a little bit too fun to the point where we kind of like sailed away from all the other boats and we were messing on the boat and I was on Snapchat and um the boat starts rocking back and forth and we both fall off this boat <laughs> with my phone in my hand while I'm filming and I can't swim, so I started like freaking. I obviously have a life jacket on. I start like freaking out, like I'm just in the water. He's trying to like get out onto the boat, but this boat was like tiny, so it was just such like a disaster. My phone just is completely just broken. His like little walkie-talkie is like gone somewhere. Oh, it gets worse. So we like he like contacts one of the other like crew boats that were there and he was like yeah so we had like a little bit of an accident we're both like dripping and then um (laughs) it's so bad at least he was wearing something like waterproof I was in like black skinny jeans jeans with the wet as well is so gross pulls the boat over to like the little ramp we get off and then you have to like cross the road to get to the actual entrance to the sailing club and uh, obviously I didn't bring like a spare change of of like clothes so I (laughs) so he had some of his there and I had to call my mom to pick me up (laughs) and she picked me up well I had my wet clothes in a bag and I'm wearing his clothes it's the idea of you trying to doggy paddle your way out of this date as well it's just (laughs) the water splashing you're like trying to impress this kid obviously and you're dripping wet and you can't swim I can't swim no so I'm just like freaking out my phone just broke so I had to like use his phone and she was like Oh, she didn't talk to me for like a day after that. But um, yeah, I had to give his clothes back, obviously. I couldn't just like keep this man's joggers. Yeah. What happened after the date? Did it, did it stay? Did it work out? Um, 
kind of. I mean, the next day, I, like, went. He, like, didn't text me when I got home or anything. So I was like, damn, this is over. Like, that's it. Like, I'm just, I'm, I guess, like, tomorrow I'm just going to, like, walk down to the sailing club and give his clothes back. We're never going to talk to each other. But, uh, no, he ended up uh, going to the school that was next to mine. So he would always, like, we'd always somehow see each other. That's kind of the story of, of me falling off a boat with a guy. Did you at least save the video to your snap memories? No, it, my phone broke. Like, it ha- this, my no. phone Because I could just imagine the, like, Insta story or whatever, you know, the vibes. And then, like, you just, like, suddenly <laughs> underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing a little graceful fall into the Irish Sea, as you do. Pretty it, babe. Oh, stop. <laughs> okay. So, um, I had been talking to this lad for a little while, not too long, but he was like, do you want to, like, go out? And I said, yeah, yeah, that's cool, that's grand. He was like, um, okay, we can go out into town or something. And I said, cool, 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 that's grand, no bother. So we went out into town, walking around, having a nice time. And he goes to me, oh, my friends are in this park. Do you want to go and meet up with them? And I said, sure, not a bother at all. So we go to this park, I meet his friends. What I didn't realise where his friends were actually like two years older than us. And now I was 16 at the time and I did not partake in any of the activities that I'm about to talk about. Don't do this. I'm prefacing it with that. So we were just walking around in this park. We meet his friends and they all had um, beverages of an alcoholic nature. And I said, no, I have to get the bus home. I'm being a responsible young girl. Don't give me any of that. So I was fine. There was a shop. I went and I got myself a bottle of Coke. I was enjoying myself. When I say Coke, I mean Coca-Cola, by the way. Because I feel like people are going to take this the wrong way. I'm so nervous that people are going to take this the wrong way. Sorry. Okay. So we were just sitting there and it was fine. And they were all drinking their drinks and I was drinking mine. And mind you, by the time they had finished their drinks, it was six in the evening. So it wasn't like it was late at night and it was summer, so it was bright and stuff. And my date was sat beside me and he said, I really don't feel very well. And I said, oh, right. Uh, What's wrong? He was like, I think I'm going to be sick. And I said, excuse me. So um, before I could even think this man got sick on my shoes, Um, they were white. They were new. They were canvas shoes, by the way. They were white converse. So nothing I could do would ever save them. And when I say he got sick, I mean, like, this wasn't like, this was like, you know, babies when they're really, really sick and it just comes out. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) It was projectile. He projectile vomited. And I was like, oh, you poor thing. I felt really bad for him. I was like, oh, oh, you're all right. And it just kept happening and it kept going. And it was about 10 minutes later, I was sitting there with all of his friends around me. And I'm like, so are you going to bring him home? Because um, I'm not being responsible for this young man. This is not my job. And they were like, oh, no, we're actually going to a pub now. So like, I mean, you know, and I'm like, oh, so I have to get him home. OK, cool. Thank you. That was really helpful. You're such good friends. Did you know him previously or was this like your first day you haven't met him yet? This was our first day. 
Oh, you hadn't met him? I'd been, we'd been talking for like three or four months. And it was just because he lived quite far. We hadn't had a chance to meet up yet, but we both had a free weekend. So we went out and then this is what I end up with. So I had to get this guy's phone, get him to unlock it for me and have to call his older brother to come and pick him up from town. This, this, this brother did not know who I was. I did not know who this brother was, but I had to say, hi, so-and-so, um, I'm Alice. I'm here with your brother and he's not doing too great. Can you come pick him up from this place? And he was like, okay. So I had to sit there for an hour with this guy still getting sick on me while his brother came to pick him up. And then I had to walk home. I had to walk to the bus stop with sick on my shoes. You're a better person than I am. I would have legged it as soon as I realised what the situation is. Listen, no one like sick, but like the minute you said, oh, he didn't feel that, I was like, I that was, if he would have said this to me, I'd be like, I'd be on the bus home, like already tapping the leave card. I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a babysitter. Goodbye. (laughs) I didn't want to leave him though. I felt bad. I felt really bad for him. But then I was, but then like once he got sick on me, I was like, oh, we are, we are never talking. Did he text you after? Yes, he did. And he said, thank you for getting me home safely. Can you tell me what happened, please? <laughs> well, he invoiced you for the, the shoes like he revoluted you for your new home. <laughs> Sadly, I had to go and get my own new shoes. So, A gentleman. Well, he know who he is. He's out there. And I know, know who you are. And if he ever hears this, he'll know the stories about him. There's taking L's and dating. Like, there's some things, like, you have to, like sacrifice your pride every now and then you know have a bit of humility about yourself i'm not sacrificing sacrificing like a new pair of air forces for any fella no no what the hell oh my god it was a very depressing day <laughs> i actually would have rather get the bus on barefoot or like take his shoes off his own feet and wear them home on the bus than have to squidge in that oh, oh. <laughs> don't remind me please no between the wet jeans and the sicky hunger i'm like oh no <laughs> bad mine's just like embarrassing I was like it was like a first day but you know when you're like I don't, I don't know how old I was probably about 14 or 15 so it's like you're starting to see boys or whatever so we went very romantic went to the McDonald's where I live you know of course and how I met this boy was like literally boy we were like 15 maximum was very like my friend's nanny's neighbor's cousin kind of thing and she was like you just have to go out with this fella because I was like hadn't really Gone out. I went from all girls school as well. I was like terrified of the opposite sex and all that fun stuff. So she's like, no, you have to go. And I went on. And I was like, right, okay. Went to the McDonald's and I made my friend come with me. So it was me, my best friend, and this boy that I'd never met before. And I sat with her beside me and like came in front of me. And he was just kind of, he knew of my friend, but was also like, why are you here? And I was like, no, she's staying. Like she's staying. Sat there for about two hours and he, we all got food and like he bought me the food and all that my friend bought all her stuff we were basically being chaperoned by my 14 year old best friend but I was so afraid I was like don't leave me alone with this fella like some kidnap me <laughs> like no but then it ended up going well I guess because he ended up being like one of my first boyfriends for like three months and you're that age like we were married that's so, so sweet that's as bad as, it's not that bad it's just I just always find it hilarious that I literally had my best friend sit beside me and when you see those tiktoks and people are, their friends are like hiding on the other side of the room or something like that no she was outside like i was eating her barbecue sauce or i probably put the gherkin out the gherkin out of her burger and stuff you know 
that's actually like that's your worst you're doing pretty well because it sounds so sweet yeah it does yeah, like it's really innocent it's just embarrassing though do you know what I mean because you're only kids like I don't know what you mean I think that's really cute though it's like a cute little memory for you and your friend when I remember we, we went to the because yeah that McDonald's where I live they've like uh, done up since but they still have like that OG bit and anytime I it's like by where we sat it was like near where you'd keep the tails and I come in there I'm like I can't believe I did <laughs> like what the hell that's how shy I was where now I'm like fight me yeah <laughs> Aaron I'm dying to hear your words I feel like I actually haven't been on like a bad date like they're generally really good the worst that's happened is someone asked me to revolute them like five euro and um, for half a can like for half cans but I have to put up a question box on Instagram because I was like, I want something more fun. So I got, I I spent so long laughing. Like, girl, some of the stories I just, so anyway, I have a friend and she was seeing this guy and she'd been seeing him for like a while. No, I wasn't a fan. But anyway, she'd been seeing him and it was kind of like fizzling out. So she's like, I'm going to save it. I'm going to get him to go on a date with me. So she asked me for dinner. They went into town and bear in mind our train station, middle of nowhere. So I got the train into town, went for dinner. He didn't open doors, which isn't a big deal. It would be to me. Bill came. He didn't even offer to pay. She paid 90 euro for their dinner. He didn't offer. He didn't offer to half. It was just she's paying. And they had planned to go to like a comedy show after dinner. And he obviously needed to go home. So like they missed the comedy show because he was like insistent they have to leave. Got the train home. And the date's just not going well. Like it's not going bad, but it's not going well. And on the train, he's, like, being off. So she kind of, like, looks at his phone because he's on his phone a lot. He's on Tinder. He is fully here swiping on Tinder and messaging back girls. And, like, for me, I would have been gone. But he was, like, let's go to the local. And she was, like, yeah, cool, let's do that. But, like, how are we going to get home from the train station? Because in the middle of nowhere. So she's, like, oh, like, my dad can pick us up. I texted him. And he was, like, oh, no, I can't get in the car with your dad. And she was, like, no, it's fine. And he's, like, well, no, because I need to go home and pick something up. And she's like, that's fine. We'll wait at the gate for you. And he'll drop us down to the local. And he's like, no, I can't. Like your dad, I can't be in the car. I can't have your dad come with me. I need to go to my house. And he was like, my mum's going to come get me or my sister. And she's like, oh, cool. I'll come with you then. And he is like, no, you can't get in the car. You can't meet them. And she's like, because they haven't been seeing each other for months. So at this point, she's just like, what's going on? So um, she demanded what was going on. And apparently he had to go home to get coke to bring to the local I think it was a Wednesday and left her on her own in the train station it was a weekday and he's doing it was a weekday what the hell yeah have they been sp- do you know this girl yeah had you been had she been speaking to him long like did she know the kind of sus with them not to that extent because that's not to that extent, but like they have been seeing each other for a while what do you make of the whole paying for the first date thing like do you think it should be 50 50 or like is it kind of the way I am is I'll always offer and I have no problem going 50 50 but I do like a fellow type I agree I'm the same yeah Yeah, I'll offer but I'm kind of like I don't mind no genuinely I don't mind going 50 50 if they wanted to that's fine um but if they pay I'm like it feels special Mm, it's nice eh? it's nice to at least have someone offer because even when like like I've had boyfriends for like a few years I'm still like you know like I'll pay today and then like I don't know the next time we go out he'll pay that kind of thing but it is nice to at least have them offer like if they just sat there and I'm taking my card out and they're like I'd be kind of like eh. yeah either or like I think that works either way I know it's kind of more yeah. like men pay but like I think even for girls to just sit there and like 
not even even if you didn't bring your purse with you like just pretend I don't know I, it's just rude I, yeah. may not, I think it's rude to at least even if you have no intention of paying I think what I did on one date as well is I went for dinner and the bill was huge and he paid so not, he paid so I was like okay drinks are on me for like the rest of the night then yeah and then I kind of like that so fair. yeah like stuff like that's fine it's just it's not it's nice to be honest yeah yeah, yeah. I done that on a date before we went to Token and he like he was so nice he paid for like the dinner he paid for like all the games so I think I got like and he paid for the round of drinks but I paid for like two or three so it was okay it feels better though I went to Token once and we literally just did food. We didn't do any of the games because the two of us were too awkward. We didn't know each other well enough, so we were like, oh, this is like a weird thing. So just keep drinking. Like, this guy was so sweet because he like won um like score of the day in pinball. So he was like putting in his name. And he was like, actually, I'll put in both their names. And I was like, no, it's fine. And he put an S in instead of an E. And I was like, you can just put in my middle name because it begins with an S. But, like, he was a gem. Like, he let me win in some games, which is so nice. That's really sweet. Oh, my God. I know. I had, I've had literally, this is the only not mediocre date I've ever had in my life. And that's saying something, because I've been on a lot of dates, and none of them have been as good as this one. But um, I was seeing this guy. We've been on and off for years, anyway. But I was seeing this guy, and he basically said... I'm free on this day. Do you want to do something? And I said, yeah, sure. And I would be in the re- little rebellious teenager I was. I said, my mom's not home. Do you want to come over? Nothing but no, not getting into that. But anyway, um, we were both little nerds for like superhero films. Like we love them. And there's this one like really little old song in one of these movies that I love. I still love it. And he put it on and he saw me around my kitchen dancing with me to this nice little fit song from like the 1940s. And that was the best day I've ever had was just him swinging me around my kitchen. That's so cute. And it's so simple too. Yeah. And he made me a cup of tea and no one's ever done that. No lad ever did that for me before. He made me a cup of tea and it wasn't bad either. <laughs> so I mean, that was, that's my only good date ever. I think simple dates can, are often nicer just because, especially if you really vibe with the person, you're getting on really well and like there's a good connection. That's so much better than having a really expensive dinner, but you don't get on with the person on the other end of the table. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, been there. Any other good ones? I went on another good one. I went to like for brunch in town with this really nice guy and um, like, you know, brunch is fine. But we went out after the date. We were like, oh, like, we don't want it to end. We'll do something else. And we literally got outside the restaurant and it was a storm. Like, there was a storm going on because we wanted to go to the art gallery in town. But, like, it was on the other side of town. It was just, we were going to, like, no, we were going to die. So we were like, where can we go? It's, like, around. But obviously, because COVID, you can't go for, like, drinks without getting food. So we went to the Leprechaun Museum. And, like, so random. But, like, because it was COVID, like, no one was there, like, no tourists. So it was just the two of us on a tour. So it was, like, a private tour. And it was just so nice. That's so random, but it sounds so, like, sweet. That's kind of quirky as well. Leprechaun yeah, it was, like, weird but nice. I don't know. I think any best, like, I, if I'm thinking, of, like, nothing sticks out for me as, like, a best date. But I just think anything where I'm getting on with the person, there's no awkwardness. Like, that's always just the best. I think my best day was, I think we went to, I had literally had a fight with my ex minutes before seeing him. <laughs> like I was waiting for your man at um the spire 
and my ex was like on the phone like not on the phone but like we were texting and I was like I'm going to cry if he keeps texting me <laughs> it was so bad and like so whenever he, your man came to meet me I was in a foul humor and we went to Roberta's and it was just really nice and we got on really well and we went for drinks and stuff I love when someone's able to get on your level as well like I love mm-hmm. I love a, it sounds really bad but I do love I don't know if I'm allowed to say this Erin but I do love a good boozy date yeah no you're over, just, you're over 18 like it's fine as long yeah. as you're not a minor I love a boozy first date I think it just gets everyone a little bit more chill and a little more comfortable with each yeah, other yeah and it kind of like loosens you up as well because like like I'm talking of anyways but I feel like when I drink on me you are that bit more like, fun. I don't want to say fun because I don't think you have to have a drink to have fun but you know what I mean you're kind of more at ease like mm-hmm. you feel all warm <laughs> don't feel as nervous to just talk about yourself yeah. as well, I get so nervous I, it takes me at least like two dates to be able to be like let's do something let's do something sober I think the worst thing though when you're drinking on a date is like say if they drink more or less than you so like one of you is more drunk than the other it's kind of like like yeah that's the only thing I get anxious about when I'm on dates I'm like behave yourself <laughs> yeah because sometimes you're like in your head going I'd love another porn star martini and they're like you get the bill and you're like okay like let's go <laughs> that happened to me the last day I think I went on a date in um Bray just before the second lockdown and your man asked for the bill and I was like no I want another drink <laughs> you're such an icon and he was like he just he like looked at me and I was like I'm a porn star please <laughs> It wasn't even just like a gin and tonic, it was a full cocktail. And then I went to like pay half of the bill, but he paid for my, my extra cocktail. The, the lot like, I feel so bad. No, we all need your energy. I never see yeah. him again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even think of any nice dates I've had. I haven't been on a date in so long because I hate Tinder. So I literally go on Tinder and like match with like two people. I'm like, well, Sean from two kilometers away thinks I'm good looking, so it's fine. And then I turn it off because I don't care. I've never spoke to one person on Tinder. One of my friends calls me a Tinderella because people will message me and I'll just never speak to them. I'm not being funny. I think all my last dates in the last two years, definitely two or three years, all been Tinder. I just can't do it. I don't know oh, what it is. I and so many of my friends have done it or they've got like relationships that well, I'm just like, no. All my lockdown dates were like texting has been Tinder, because how can you meet them? Mm. Yeah. That's the thing as well, because I'm a real, like, t- like I'm the person, I will send voice messages, like, instantly, but sometimes you can't do that. And I'm not sitting there typing, so I'm, like, either bring me or, like, obviously with COVID, you can't, you know what I mean, meet up face-to-face or FaceTime me, because otherwise you are going to be listening to my voice for 10 minutes straight, like, on the phone. <laughs> I was like you, though, and I was like, I can't do Tinder dates. Like, it just made me so anxious, the whole thing of, like, I hate seeing people, I, I don't know any, like, we've no mutual friends, so I'm like, I can't even guard about you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> But then I just got more like open to it and I just I stopped taking dating so seriously last year as well because I was like this is just a goddamn nightmare just have fun with it and I just enjoyed it a lot more but anyone that I've been like seeing or dating in the last two years have all been from tinder and anything like considering the fact that I love a boozy date and I hate sober ones to start off with um the last fellow that I started seeing I've never drank with him once because it was all over lockdown and we were like actually seeing like we'd started like proper seeing each other and yeah because the pubs are closed like yeah there's not much you can do I've literally I'm that fussy I've like said no to that many people on Tinder sometimes that it'll come up like change your settings or change the distance and stuff because I basically said no to all of them like oh so like I've finished Tinder like because I'm that fussy <laughs> like well, no, I'm the same I live in I think it's my area though as well I live in Arklow and it's it's not rural but it's not 
a city like yeah. so my um and I, I also just won't date anyone from Wicklow anymore I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. it's like if you're not if you're like south from Bray I don't want to know <laughs> I don't know why that is though like there's nothing wrong with Wicklow boys I'm just I, I think I like getting out of Arklow so I'm like the further I can go the better so my distance on Tinder is like 80 kilometers I think mine's like five and I couldn't even tell you what <laughs> that is I actually I have no concept of like distance so you know they know it's like 5k I'm like I couldn't tell you what's in my 5k Oh my god, it's funny. Yeah. It's where you're finishing Tinder. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know exactly what it is, but like, it's it's not eighty kilometers. <laughs> I couldn't wait to go on Tinder because I've been with someone for four years, and I like all my friends at the time would be like on Tinder, and they'd be like in the pub, like let's play Tinder, and they'd all go on their accounts and play it, and I couldn't do it, and I was like, I feel so left out. So like, I would be like, to him, like, can I just make one for fun? And he was like, no. So literally, like, the first thing I did, I was like, I'm making Tinder. I'm going to play Tinder. And every time I'm bored, it's like, it's time to play Tinder. What's it like going on Tinder after being in a relationship for four years? Because I think if you've been in a relationship for four years and that's your first time starting Tinder, the whole dating game changed from the time that you got in that relationship. It was weird because, like, I don't like meeting people for the first time. I get so, like, anxious. So that like really freaked me out. But like mainly I was matching with boys from my local will never do again. But like it was weird. It was definitely a change. It wasn't a bad one because I the relationship was kind of over months before it ended. But it wasn't bad. It was just more like that. It was like the first the date I went on that was so nice and token. It just didn't work because it was so soon. Yeah, because that's what a lot of my friends say. Like my friends are all anyone that I'm friends with from Arco, they're all in their relationship since they were in like fifth or sixth year. So they're like five, six years and they always tell me they're like, I they don't know how anyone our age does Tinder because it's so out of their landscape of just dating. Like they've never did anything like that. When they started dating their boyfriends, they started going out in, on like Snapchat. Yeah, all my friends had Tinder. That's how it was like so normal to me because like all of them would have Tinder or Grinder, and they'd be doing like hookups and I'd be like, this is normal. So when I got out of my relationship, like I knew what to expect. Mm. whereas if you don't I guess it's kind of like shocking like my best friend is in a relationship like four or five years like a long time and she got with him when we left school so it was a couple of years ago and like I've had like relationships here and there but nothing like steady like that so she's like gone from leaving school to college with this fella so like that's the big thing and we were out before Christmas when you could go with my other friends who were also like single and you know you're like scouting out the talent in the place one it's COVID so we can't even get up and go over to them but like we wouldn't anyways mm-hmm. and we're like all oh, okay and she's like would you not just go talk to him and I'm like no like you wouldn't do that <laughs> like no you don't just get up and you're like hi especially in COVID too. my mom's like do you not meet people in the pub anymore I'm like no one approaches people in the pub anymore mom was like go up and get his number he's so handsome and I'm like in what world am I going to be like hey you're a hot can I have your number but lads don't even do it anymore either though no yeah, they don't Lads are might follow you on Instagram later, but like that's it. Or be yes. like, hey, watch your snap. Like I'm 20, I don't want to use my snap. Oh, I don't give my Snapchat. That's like a rule of mine on Tinder as well. If they ask me for my Snapchat, I always give them, I tell them I don't use it and I give them my Instagram because it's always just an unsolicited dick pic. Yeah. No, I never get that. I get like a week of angel and then it's like, you look really good on top of me. Ugh. <laughs> Who raised you? You know what? You have my heart. Let's go in the back right now. Pick me up. <laughs> Wait, I gotta say this, and I don't even know if this can be kept in it. But I remember I was like talking to this fellow like two years ago, and he followed me on Instagram. And I, we were talking for like a couple months, but I put like a selfie on Instagram, 
like a Tuesday I think pretty sure I was at work or something like that and he responded to it so I was like you know where you go and he literally responded and was like sit in my face x and I was like it's 2 p.m on a Wednesday please <laughs> like relax okay. like, literally no. lunch and they send you the most outrageous stuff just on the bus or something you open and you're like okay Man. I fully fully dropped my phone on buses before because like literally I'd be on the bus going somewhere and I'd open it and it'd just be there and I'd literally just go my phone would go up I'd be like Jesus Christ like because I'd have my mom my mom might have been sitting beside me and she's like what was that and I was like nothing I don't what you mean like I just we went over a bump or something and that's why my phone flew out of my hand best story I've ever heard and this is genuinely a friend I'm not thinking it's a friend it was a friend they were, I think it was the start of last lockdown or something like that but she was in the front room with like her siblings watching telly or whatever but they had the apple tv on and I don't know like if the, her phone connected basically to the the apple tv and that was in the telly and she's her sister's taking a film and her brothers are all there and she's like just going on the phone opens it and it's a dick pic just on their tv and they were like what are you doing and she was like because she genuinely didn't know it was going to be there. So she was like, <laughs> but now they still slag her about it because they're like, she was just sending nudes while she, they were watching a film of the family, which she wasn't. She just clicked into a message from this fella. And I was just like, I think I'd have to move out. Like, I actually would. What's worse yeah. is like, it's obviously wrong, but it's just wildly like, not acceptable, but just expected. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. Because they don't ask for your consent. Like, I don't want to no. see your dick. Put I don't see you mediocre dick. I'm sorry. They're not pretty. Like it's nothing exciting. I literally. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have never seen a pretty one, and everyone I get, I laugh at. I always say that. <laughs> well, and it's not even like a men are gross thing. It's just like it's not attractive. No. Unless know. you're using it, you don't want to see it. Do you know what I mean? Well, I feel like this is gonna sound. This might sound like bad but like a, a woman's nude they're all gonna look different but boys if it's just a picture of your junk it just all looks the same like it's the truth it's the same like the, there's like certain angles they use mm-hmm. when taking photos they're all so bad yeah there's actually an article coming out about um sexting this week on the web on our her campus so look out for that but lads it's literally like the front face and camera and they're like oh. all trying to be like all suave and cool or and then or like they put their hand on their hair to push it down their forehead have you ever seen those yeah i think i know what you're talking about. Like, so stupid while they're like I don't know. showing it off and i'm like in what world do you think you're gonna be a male model hun like it's just not on the cards for you in your future me and my friends would talk about that kind of the other day and it sounds very horrible i don't mean it like that but i know this is true because it was a I referenced it like science study in an assignment reason that like women do take more selfies than men and it is kind of more women that do it I don't know what it is but it just like gives me an ick like imagine a fella like taking a selfie or like posing like that like Alice is saying I'm just like hmm I have said that for the longest or when it's like a selfie and I don't mean it in a bad way it's very double standardy but I'm just like if a fella sends me a snap and it's real like I'm just like you sat there and like thought about this and like the like like you know I'm just like no I can't if you know that they've literally just taken out their phone, they took a picture really quick and said to you, I'm like, fine with it because I know they didn't overthink it. Yeah, but if they're like yeah. actually thinking about it, they have a filter on or they're proper like... They have their hand behind their head on the bed and they're like, yeah. 
I look cool. Or like they put, like I said, they put their hand, I don't get this. They put their hand on their hair to push it further down their forehead and they try to do like a, a Flynn Rider smolder. And it just yeah. doesn't work. You know, the smolder and they're like, eh, like I look good. And I'm like, no. No, you don't. Know. <laughs> I'm with Laura. If it's a quick photo, like, like Laura said, yeah, like, okay, cool. But you know, if they go for the filter, like I remember they used to do like a dog filter and stuff. And like, oh, I keep like, I'm really uncomfy. Does mm-hmm. have any like dating like absolute don'ts? Like one of mine is like no sexing before the first date. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have anything that's like kind of a rule that you just won't break? Like another one of mine that I've had to break over lockdown was I kind of made a rule like a year or two ago where if it's not dinner and drinks or just drinks, it, it's not a date, and I don't want to be involved. Like car dates is not a date to me. No, no. You know what I mean. I think I do like the no sex dream for a first date. I think it's kind of difficult in lockdown because obviously normally on a first date you can be like, yeah, let's go like next week. Whereas now it's like four weeks later and you're like, mm-hmm, this is hard. But I think I don't mind going for coffee and stuff. I think a big no for me on dates is please don't bring up your ex. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know about it. I don't get jealous, but I don't want to hear about it. And I don't want to talk about mine. It's boring. It's weird. Yeah. And when they get overtly jealous as well, they're like, are you talking to other guys? And you're like, this is our first date. I'm of course I am yeah yeah no I have a rule for myself and I'm gonna preface it with this it's not all of these people but because I have had a bad experience with one of these people I'm never doing it again I literally as a rule no footballers no soccer players Interesting. absolutely not and it's because of a bad ex- I've been proposed to by a footballer so that I proposed like literally proposed marriage and mind you I would like to preface it with I have never seen him in person we have never been on a date and I was proposed marriage literally that's my reason for no footballers (laughs) I consider anyone under the age of 25 a baby and like Alice you're a baby we're all babies like why is he proposing I don't like going guys who are younger than me Mm. That's a thing for that me. That doesn't bother me. And like my two relationships, they've been younger than me. I think by like a year and a bit maximum. Like I'm not saying like five years, like I'm not crayless answer. But like my friends will always slag me about that because they haven't. But like I've been with people older than me as well. But like it's just not, but it's just not something that I'm arsed about. Like if someone was like, oh yeah, I'm 18. I'm kind of like, okay, no. But you know what I mean? Like I'm nearly 23. So if like they were like 21 at a push. I'd be like, okay, I don't really care. But my friend, like two years up or two years below, and that's like a nice over. I don't mind. Uh, I think that I think the oldest I've ever had was like three years, like it's not anything yeah. mental, but especially I feel like when you're in your like early 20s, like say, I mean, like say 20 to 23, if you're 21 and you're like your boyfriend's two years younger than you and he's still a teenager, that's when it sounds weird. Yeah, me, but like I'm like I said, maybe 23, so it's just like I don't really care. Like, I've been with lads that are younger than me and older than me, and it's never worked out, so I don't really have like a preference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really care. I think well, sex is such a big one because, like, I've done it before where I've sexed it before the first date, and then it's like the first date doesn't happen because I'm so mortified. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's so weird. Like, or the what? first date turns into a ride. What the first date is automatically, then you're just gonna ride. Yeah, it's just so it's just so cringy. I can't, yeah. I would like to say though that any man who gets to see my nudes is blessed (laughs) like I'm no honestly like this is this is the mindset that my friends have put in my head now 
like you like a lot of girls are getting my stigma for like oh you said nudes oh my god like you're disgusted like don't do that but then the very same guy who said that will ask for them that yeah. night mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I'm like anyone who gets to see mine you are blessed there is mm-hmm. somebody some higher power in the universe just absolutely rolling the blessings out to you because I would not be doing this unless I actually wanted to and that's that's a mindset I believe everyone should have that if you get to see your nudes they're blessed I don't trust trust anyone enough for my nudes like literally I'm so skeptical about it and then I started doing my dissertation on the um discord leak but like I'm so weird about my nudes like and even if I were going to send one, I'm going to have underwear on. And my friends are going to get it too, because they're going to need to approve it. Yes. Yes. They're for boyfriends. True. Yeah. Boyfriends, not casual. We're seeing each other 10 minutes. Boyfriends. Yeah. I'd rather FaceTime, because on FaceTime, I'm like, I feel safer. You can't save it that easily. Really? That's interesting. Mm. Oh my God. I I'm think I'd be more freaked, because like, what happens like, if we're all popped out or something? Like, I didn't have my underwear on. And I'm like, we're done. We need them. <laughs> Or just chuck the phone out the window and just be like, oh no, <laughs> there's a the internet cut off. But I remember when I was like 18, I took one before, like I didn't send it to anyone. I was like, I did it on an iPad, like first generation iPad. And it probably looked like it was taken on like a DS, but like, kind of want to see it just for the laugh, but like, it's just not my thing. And if it was my thing, like Laura was saying, like I feel like I'd have to be in a relationship because I'm very like skeptical, skeptical of that kind of thing. I'm like, mm. yeah, I don't trust people. I'm like, no, you don't need this. When they ask as well, I'm like, you'll see it soon. When they oh. ask, then, yeah. When they, they ask, know, then, not because they, they know I just don't want to. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> when anyone asks, I send them a link for porn. <laughs> every time, every time when I fail. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. There's consenting women who are happy to do not porn hub, but like, I will send them like an ethical porn site where they're like, they're consenting. You can do, you can go there. Go on OnlyFans. That's so gross. Oh, I'd rather pay for OnlyFans than annoy me. For yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, I have sent lads who have astronauts. I've sent them like pictures of sharks and snakes <laughs> and camels. Like, I've literally sent and I've done the whole like. Oh, send nudes. Oh, yeah, here you go. Took a picture of like an Urban Decay palette and been like, cool, aren't they? So shimmery, so matte, like pigment, quality pigment, absolutely fantastic. But I've literally sent people like crocodiles, snakes, sharks, dogs, horses, like, and then they usually just unadd me because they think I'm an absolute nutter. So I'm like, problem solved. Then they weren't the one for you. (laughs) Okay, I think that's a good place to wrap up the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you go read all of our articles on the Her Campus DCU website. Follow us on the socials, Her Campus DCU, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Make sure you join the uh, podcast Facebook group if you want to get involved. And uh, we'll we'll see you next week (laughs) with another fun episode. Everybody say bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.